everybody, I'm Johnny D, the Motivational Cowboy. Thank you for hanging out with us right here on nrmstreamcast.com, hashtag Hey19. I am with Joshua Spears and Big Ed Watkins. And if you're just tuning in, you gotta go back and watch the first segment. But we're gonna kick things off with Ed who was talking about being on the team with Joe Gibbs. Now, now, Big Ed, you've worked with Rick Hendrick, you've worked with uh, Ray Everham, Chip Ganassi, Furniture Row Racing, and then Joe Gibbs. Now, being, being a kid playing football, growing up playing football, you already know who, knew who Joe Gibbs was. What was it like for you to get a phone call from that organization from Joe wanting you to come onto his team. That had, to, you had to feel like a little kid. Yeah, it was a dream come true. Uh, Coach Joe Gibbs is an amazing man, amazing Christian, amazing family man, an amazing motivational individual. The man, I tell you, there's nothing. Picture this, picture this. Put yourself in my shoes. Here we are. All right, we're on pit road, parade laps, you know, parade laps of the Daytona 500. President Trump just drives by, give him a salute, wave at him, got the whole starting field for the Daytona 500 coming by. The, the F-16s had their flyover, just absolutely just shattered Daytona International Speedway with the afterburners. Then all of a sudden you look up. Here comes Coach Joe Gibbs, eye to eye, walking right down pit road. And all of a sudden, he comes into your pit stall, and he's like, all right, men, get her in, get her in. And you see that man put his hand in to start off with a team prayer, and right on his finger is a Super Bowl ring the size of my head. And you come in there, <laughs> and you grab hold, and he you never want to be the, 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 the guy that's got his hand in last. So – you know, you start off with your with his hands here at the very bottom, and everybody starts piling their hands up. And if your hand is at the very top, once he breaks the team huddle and the prayer, he comes over top with his Super Bowl ring that weighs like 80 pounds and just smashes <laughs> the daylights out of your hand. Um, man's awesome. Incredible, incredible Christian, incredible motivational speaker, uh, just an amazing person. And you know, look at what he's got. Look at his dynasty. He's got the most incredible race team in NASCAR, Super Bowl winning uh, head coach, uh, multiple major sport Hall of Fame and Doc D. Uh, it's an absolute dream come true, honor and privilege to, uh, to, to be a part of his organization. What was it like getting that phone call that first time from Joe? What was it like for you? Did you actually think that somebody was playing a joke on you? No, it was, I was pretty much aware of it. It was a probably about a three year recruiting process to be quite honest with you. Uh, so when the phone call finally came in, it was a, finally, it was a culmination of a lot of communications and a lot of meetings and a lot of stuff that came together, but it's not every day you get a phone call from coach Joe Gibbs, big Ed, I want you on my race team. And, um, the man, the man is absolutely awesome. You get that phone call, that's a day you'll never forget. There's quite a few days that uh, you look back, you know, you're, you know, you know you're, the birth of your children, the, the, the phone call from Coach Gibbs. That's the stuff that, that really, really resonates in my mind in terms of uh, looking back at my racing career is that, um, 
you know, culmination of, you know, not only being on pit road for so many years, but being on pit road and being a leader on pit road. And when you go out on pit road and people come up to you and they smile and they, they got that mutual respect and they, 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 you know, I've got so many people that I've mentored on pit road. So many, what I call little brothers on pit road, a ton of ECU pirates, a ton of ECU pirate football players on pit road. And, um, that says a lot and makes me feel really good that people think so highly of me. And that goes to show when, you know, coach Joe Gibbs reaches out to somebody, they, they, they pick the top shelf people and it's an honor to be a part of it. Big Ed, you know, when you were with Ray Everham, you all, you guys had a checklist and you talked a little bit about it earlier and there, we're, we're going to bring it up on the screen right now. I want to, I want you to talk about that same checklist from the nineties. Is that your shop today? Talk a little bit about that. And Dave's going to put it on the screen. Well, that's it. That's pretty much just the beginnings of a formation of a, of a team in its, in its whole infancy. So, you know, we start off, I remember, you know, the, the, the Rainbow Warriors, the 24 car in 93, Jeff Gordon's rookie year. Uh, I just came on board a few years after that. But they started off that rookie year from nobody to upstart. And, you know, that, that whole checklist just, you know, puts it out from, you know, you think about it as a formation of a race team. You go from nobody to upstart, from upstart to contender, from contender to winner, from winner to champion, from champion to dynasty. So you have a systematic roadmap and a checklist on seeing where you came from and where you're headed. So it keeps you humble to see where you started. It shows you a great visual of what you've accomplished, but it also keeps you on track for future accomplishments and what you've got to accomplish down the road to get to becoming the ultimate in any industry or sport that you're in. Ed, you were ready about throwing the towel with your NASCAR career. And then in 2017, you just wanted to jump in and start a business. Talk a little bit about you and why you started Ed Watkins Marine. Yeah, it's a, a dream come true. Like I say, college football, the NASCAR stuff is always something I've always wanted to do. And the marine industry, I love boats. I love going on the water. I love to fish. And um, when the opportunity came to become a business owner, I wanted to head and and, uh, and jumped in. And boy, did I jump in all right. But um, uh, <laughs> we're going into year four. We're going into year four. Uh, it's been a dream come true. And uh, we have grown the dealership uh, since I've taken it over to being a multiple, multiple product line. And I'm talking, we represent the very best bass boats on the water. We represent the very best pontoons on the water. And we have the very best center console, bay boat and deep, uh, deep V center consoles. So you look across the board in terms of what's selling and what's hot in the market. Pontoon boats are awesome. We got pontoon boats built by Yamaha Motor Company. They are just the most luxurious, most hottest, fastest performing pontoons that you can get. And I'm here to make you a killer deal on anything that I've got in stock. Visit edwatkinsmarine.com. Tell them Big Ed sent you, but center consoles, bass boats, pontoons. We got an awesome team. We got technicians that uh, that have come from racing with me that are on board. So uh, some of the best guys that have been in the NASCAR garage and on pit road as well, too, are in my um, service 
department. So we get the we get the boats in faster, done right for cheaper than anybody else around in the uh, Charlotte area. You know, Ed, I, I follow you on social media, and ever since this whole coronavirus thing took off, you were you were one of the guys that you're like, listen, if your boat needs to be serviced, I will personally come get it and bring it back to you after we're done servicing it. I mean, that's the kind of guy you are. I mean, you are highly motivated, highly, you know, uh, just in, inspiring. You you bring the same things from racing to your shop. What you know? Talk a little bit about like you know your the servicing and stuff like that. Like go and pick up someone's boat because they can't bring it to you because of the whole virus thing. You're like, I'll come get it for you. Yeah, exactly. You can't run from Big Ed. I'll come to your house and get your boat. But uh, that's <laughs> and uh, you know it's 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 a lot about you know from you know competitive sports and what does it take to get what does it take to win? That's the biggest thing that goes to my mind so often through the course of the days. What does it take to win? You're always going to have adversity. I remember when I blew my knees out on pit road in 2004. I had to learn how to walk again. And then six months later, I'm back on pit road, jacking in the Daytona 500. Um, you just, you know, with this whole COVID-19, you don't know what's, what to think of, but you got to take pretty much every day, day by day, and make the most of it. And when you start your day off, what does it take to win? So, all right, you know, we've got the situation that we're in. I've got to go out and hustle. I've got to separate myself from the rest of the competitors around this area in the Charlotte market and separate my dealership and show the boating industry and show the, the, the boaters and show the community that Ed Watkins Marine is here, you know, to help and to, you know, again, I preach what better way to spend social distancing than be on the water? What better way to get your boat serviced than with the best technicians and the best service department that will get your boat and keep your boat on the water for less money? And we sell the very best boats that are provided in the, in the market as well, too, for the better, very best price. So you got to always win and you always got to come out and go above and beyond in terms of what it takes to you know accomplish the customer's dream. You want to paint that picture. There's nothing better than being on the water. Nothing better than that nice water coming off the air, coming off the water as you're zinging across the water. If it's at 80 miles an hour in a bass boat or 30 miles an hour in a pontoon with your family. It's just a, it's an awesome time to be on the water. We're in springtime right now. And, um, you know, it's we've got an awesome team, very great team that we keep growing. We keep growing and can't be more proud of the team members here at the dealership. Ed, well, you know, you being that, that, that motivational guy, that inspirational guy, Listen, man, at the, at the end of the day, we all have those days. We all have those days that we need someone to lean on. When you need a good, swift kick in the ass, who do you go to? That's a very good one. I'm having to sometimes go through that a lot. Um, and you're exactly right. You need that. Um, and for me personally, I've got uh, people in the racing industry that have meant a lot to me. Ray Evernham, right off the bat, uh, he and I, uh, exchange probably weekly conversations. Um, that man is just a, is a, is a, has been my mentor and always will be my mentor. And of course, when I go to the racetrack, Coach Gibbs, he ain't scared to give you a big swift, swift kick in the ass and keep you pointing the right direction. <laughs> but um, you know, my uh, preacher here at the at the church that uh, me and my family go to, uh, motor racing outreach, MRO. 
Uh, Billy Mullen and his crew are just absolutely phenomenal. Um, Masters men with Daryl, um, again, from racing, you know, it's a, it, the racing industry is just a very tight knit family. It's a very Christian minded group and there's a lot of Christian based support that comes through it. And I'm fortunate to be able to have, uh, uh, colleagues, mentors, uh, teammates that, you know, you, like you said, life is a roller coaster. There are highs and there are lows and it's important to have a group of peers or a mentor that you can talk to and, and can side with in terms of helping get those sandbags off your shoulders someday. Hey, Ed, hey I you know, you, go ahead. Go ahead, Josh. Hey, and I was just, I'm just sitting here listening to your amazing story. And, and, you know, you, you had the, you know, football was a dream for you. And then NASCAR, we talked about that arc and how each one of those for a lot of people would be enough in itself, but you've stacked this dream to this dream. And now you love boating. So you make your living helping people find their boats. And, and, and that's a dream too. Like I remember when I went and got my first John Deere, it was, it was brand new. It was like a dream for me. And, you know, for the boat, it's for you, your people, uh, your customers. But you've you've been able to be one of those people that has truly living their dream. And and I I don't know. You probably know how rare that is. So as a guy who's living his dream on multiple levels, to those people who are watching the show who might be frustrated, who might be down in the dumps, and it, maybe they're too old, they're too young, they're. they're what would you say to that person to say, you know what, if I can do it, what would you say to that person that's like, man, I want to live my dream like this guy? What would you say to him? First off, Joshua, I love you, man. You and I have got to connect more often because uh, you brought tears to my eyes. You actually did. Your your words are spot on. Um, your, your passion, your genuine thought process of this is just in, in, incredible because you're, you're, you're absolutely spot on. You get so busy and you get caught up so much in life, you lose track of where you're at and what you have and what you have to be thankful for. And really, in all honesty, the busier you are, the faster life goes by. I've noticed that. It's like, man, I'm like mid-40s right now. I can't even keep up with how old I am. Uh, I feel like I'm 100 when I get out of bed in the morning with my knees from football and from getting run over on on pit road. But heck, by you know by lunchtime, my knees are all lubricated and I'm feeling like a champ again. But um, Josh, you the man, dude. I love you to death. Johnny D, you guys are freaking spot on. You guys are what I call the dynamic duo. Y'all got an awesome thing. You're an awesome team and awesome chemistry. But you're spot on, man. For anybody wanting to do something, you have choices in life. You can either you know, go through life, you know, in a, in a, in a situation that you don't want to be in, or you just say, man, I'm going to freaking picture and visualize that perfect scenario. I'm going to picture and visualize what I want to be doing. I'll picture and visualize uh, the opportunity to give back to the community. I'm going to picture and visualize what it's like to be able to support and sponsor high school fishing teams like what we do here in the area. I want to, I want to um, you know, picture and visualize the, the, the fire chief of the local fire department. It's just a mile up the road coming by and be on a first name basis because in the middle of the night, we go out and rescue and fix their, their, their rescue fire boat in the middle of the night when the, 
when the, the county sheriff, the high sheriff comes by and knows us by name because we keep his police boat, his, his um, patrol boat running, it's, it's in within a three-year period of time, extremely humbling. And you, you got to just per, absolutely put it, r- nail right on the head, man. It's, it's so humbling to be able to do what you enjoy doing. It's so humbling to, I talk about walking out on pit road and everyone smiles and waves at you. But I ride right through town, Denver, North Carolina, we're a one-stop light town, and everybody stops and they're waving and they're honking. I'm showing boats out by the roadside and cars are driving by and honking and people are waving as they go by. It's starting to really, really sink in a lot that, um, you know, we are not only, you know, do we sell the greatest boats out here, but we're positively contributing to the community and helping um, you know, helping kids get away from the tablets, helping kids get away from the computer and helping kids get on the water and start spending time fishing, bringing fathers and sons, grandmothers and grandsons together. And um, it's just very, very, very rewarding to be a part of that. Ed, I have to ask you, with, with all that being said, what does Ed still want? You're such a young man and you've accomplished so much. But what does Ed still want to accomplish? Um, just to be able to have a family that's that's just healthy. Um, my wife's going through. Uh, we were just uh, we just found out uh, had a tremendous blow to us over Christmas. We found out my wife had uh, was just diagnosed with breast cancer. So we're going through that right now. Um, she's going through her chemo treatments and. Um, what Ed still wants and what Ed still desires is that opportunity to uh, spend time with his family, uh, be able to grow and become closer to his, to my daughter, grow and become closer to my son, grow and become closer with my wife, uh, be a better husband, be a better father, be a better Christian, uh, be a, more of a contributor to the community. Um, I pray every night for my wife's health. And I pray every night that my uh, children can grow up and see their mom um, as they get older and that Vonda uh, is able to heal. And um, moving forward, really, for me personally, that's what I want to see is I dream about that one day when I've got uh, when I got my wife, she's back healthy and we're able to just, you know, as the four of us be able to spend time together as a family. And, um, you know, during this whole Corona thing. Before um, before the season started off, uh, the, the, it was really nice to be able to go to church together as a family. The whole Corona thing has kind of united us a little bit closer. Um, it's been able to allow me not to be traveling as much during the first initial start of my wife's treatments. So it's been a blessing in that way. And, um, you know, that's the biggest thing is, you, for me personally, is you've I've been able to accomplish a lot with football. I've been able to accomplish a lot through racing, and now I'm just ready to be able to accomplish just being able to uh, have a healthy, healthy family. That is awesome, and and Ed, I know that you're a Christian man. I know Joshua, you're a Christian man, and if you are watching this right now, I just please keep Ed and his wife and his family in your prayers, each and every one of you. Um, Ed, I don't know, um, you know, you know that I do a lot of motivational speaking, you know, I do a lot of MC stuff, you know, I still wear this, this little bracelet thing here. 
And um, I was at Talladega a few years ago. Uh, it was probably three or four years ago. And I was doing breast cancer awareness. I was emceeing one of their big things that they had out there. And somebody gave this to me and they and they knew that, you know, I always say the word outstanding and and they had it made for me and they put, you know, outstanding on it. And, and I gotta say that, you know, the men and women that fight breast cancer are so strong. The women are so amazing. I mean, I don't, I mean, I know that you have probably a pretty kick-ass wife, but let me tell you, you know, it, it just it's, it seems like they go to another level. You're absolutely right. I'm seeing it firsthand. Uh, I've been around some six foot eight, 330 pound defensive linemen that run a 4440, but they're nowhere near as strong and as tough as my wife is. My, my wife is my hero. My wife is strongest person that I know. And to see her going through the treatments and the chemo and still be able to be the, the center hub and the bond that holds our family together is just absolutely amazing. And uh, she's an amazing mother. She's an amazing wife and she's an amazing person. And um, it, uh, you really start learning to dig deep and you start learning to dig deep spiritually uh, and, and connecting with nature. And she's taken a huge approach uh, with mental, you know, it's fight or flight and she's going to fight and she's going to be a fighter. And uh, uh, I love you very much, Vonda. And we're going, we're going to get through this. You know, big Ed, something that it does, it doesn't matter where I saw you, if it was at the racetrack or wherever, you would always give me a great big hug. And you know, right now I am just giving you a virtual hug right now, buddy. I can hardly get my hands around you cause you're a lot bigger than me, but I'm giving you a great big hug right now, my friend. So, um, Hey, big Ed, I, I, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't be the man that I am if I didn't ask these social media questions that came in today. It was funny when I put it on social media that you were going to be on the show. I my everything blew up, and I got a couple funny questions. And we're going to lighten things up a little bit. And one of the questions that came in was pretty awesome because I want to know this: What happens during a race when a pit crew member has to use the bathroom? We always hear about the drivers and what they do during a race. What do you do? when you have to go to the bathroom? I just piss my pants. <laughs> so, you, so you're just like one of the drivers. You're just like one of the exactly. drivers, right? Right, right. They, the drivers, they uh, they pour water on themselves during a pit stop and they just keep digging. Uh, fortunately, as a veteran, here's this is a veteran move. This is big. You know where each preferred bathroom because for me i've got to have the right stuff i just got it can't be you know porta johns because we're at the racetrack you know on the weekends 90 percent of the whole weekend we're at the racetrack on pit road so as a cagey veteran like myself i know where the air-conditioned ba bathrooms with the most privacy with the softest toilet paper i know exactly where i go to pocono new hampshire daytona i know where that air conditioning that soft toilet paper is because you got to you know, you're out there for a four-hour race. Um, you know, Porta Johns they don't work. But one of the funniest stories happened when uh, we were with Kate. I was Jackman for Casey Kane, our front tire carrier. It was during a caution, and um, he ran off to the Porta John. It was like, you know, I think it was like 15 pit stalls down. He's in the bathroom. You know, he had he hacked in. Truck drivers cooked lunch for you, so. 
it was probably a good chance of salmonella poisoning because when you got truck drivers cooking lunch after they had just finished cleaning oil lines in a radiator, <laughs> the chicken's probably not done. So we, our front carrier, probably tire carrier, probably had salmonella poison, and he goes tearing off in the middle, barely barely makes it, goes tearing off in the middle of, of a caution to the Porta John. His ear molds fall out because he's trying to get his damn fire suit off. But he finally gets all situated. All of a sudden, he notices, man, things are getting really, really quiet. So he, his ear molds had landed on the floor of the porta john. So you can imagine the whole situation. It probably looks like a, a deer had just gotten field dressed down there. So he picks up the damn ear molds. Right when he sticks his ear mold back in, he's like, all right, bring it on down, Casey. And he said, uh, 10 away, he said he had never gotten from that position back in a fire suit. The car was coming into the pit stall. I'll never forget because I was looking over my left shoulder. The car is coming from my right. I'm looking at my left shoulder. I see him coming just barely up on the wall still getting his fire suit on grabs the tire as the car is coming in pit in in the pit stall we go over knock out like back then a 14 second stop was killer we knock out like a 14 second stop and i look over and he's just laughing his ass off because he had just basically just hauled ass from the porta john of just hearing all right casey bring it on in 10 away from the spotter from the porta john seated within like four seconds going over the wall, carrying the tire and executing a four top flawless pit stop. Hey, Ed, we got to be wrapping things up here in just a minute, but please just real quick, uh, you know, share with us how people can follow you on social media and how they can go and, and look at what you have in stock at the, at the Marina. Absolutely. Uh, first off, let's talk about our website, www.edwatkinsmarine.com. So, our website, Ed Watkins Marine, uh, carries all of our current inventory, gives a pretty good rundown. We got some really cool videos of some racing stories, gives a great overview of me and the dealership. But for uh, for social media, we're we're big on Instagram. Ed Watkins Marine on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Um, I'm on Twitter. Uh, Ed Watkins Marine is on Facebook as well, too. So follow us on Facebook. We've got a lot of cool spring specials going on. You mentioned, you know, we got free pickups. Everything, everything that it uh, we have going on is shared on our Facebook page. So follow us along on Facebook, and then me personally, I'm on uh, I'm on Facebook, Ed Watkins. I'm on Twitter, Big Ed Watkins, um, and of course the dealership. I share a lot of stuff with the dealership, so. A lot of cool things going on. Really connects you well with the family and with the personalities and the da- everyday happenings. We got, we got actually we got customers leaving right now with their brand new boats that we'll be po- posting pictures of. And um, man, I, it's heartwarming to see to see a you know a family standing with their new purchase and the grins and the smiles that we're able to capture as uh, as their customers are getting their brand new boats. Big Ed, I can't thank you for spending another segment with me. Joshua Spears, thank you guys so much. I want to to remind everybody that you can follow me at MotivationalCowboy.com. You can follow me on Facebook at John Demetrician, on Twitter at MCJohnnyD4, and Instagram, MotivationalCowboy. On behalf of all of us here from NRM Streamcast, be safe, have fun, and we'll see you next time.
Have an outstanding day.